The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly. Thanks to NetSpeed. Get unlimited rural broadband today. Gold Sport. It's a quarter to nine here on the Country Sport Breakfast and it's nearly half time as well between Argentina and Croatia and Argentina up 2-0. Right, joining us to look back at the netball year is Yvonne Willering this morning. Morning, Yvonne. Good morning. Probably picked a good time for you because you're probably watching the footy, are you? Yeah, I am actually. It's been really interesting. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's almost half time. I think they're playing a couple of extra minutes. Uh, yeah, let's start well, with the let's start with the pulse going from last in twenty twenty one to winners mm. this year. How good was that? I know, absolutely. You know, and we can say development, but I'm sick of hearing the word development anyway. But certainly at the New Zealand Nepal Awards, uh, you know, they came through pretty well. Obviously, mm. Yvette McCaws and Jury was coach of the year, absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously winning coach, player Kelly Jury uh, picking up a couple of awards, and even their umpire, Christy Simpson, came through. So yeah, at least the Wellington region will be uh, looking at this saying it was quite a successful year for us, even if um, yeah, on the whole it wasn't really a successful year for the Silver Ferns. For Yvette McCausland Jury, I mean, coming back from, from coaching the side after having a year off, so that was quite a comeback for her, really? Yeah, but it's also about the culture, and, and the polls do talk about that uh, a lot. You know, it's all about their culture, and you buy into their culture, so yeah, that was always difficult for a new coach to come into that environment. Um, so yeah, they had a year um, yeah, basically where they had to come back at it. Pressure wasn't on them quite the same, uh, and uh, yeah, they managed to come through, and certainly the final, um, they won convincingly they were mm. against the Stars. All right, you mm. mentioned the Silver Ferns, and we'll look at the Com Games yeah. firstly. Disappointment for them. Bronze, that big loss to Jamaica in the semis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have a look at all our competitions this year, and maybe it's a bit of a fob off saying, you know, it's all about development leading into the world champs. And with the Commonwealth Games, prediction actually was that we would get third, and that's exactly right. But now you look at it coming into the world champs, anything less than first is going to indicate failure. Um, but you have a look at it, Nepal Awards, I found it interesting. They showed one of the highlights and was up for grabs, where the ferns were just so jubilant on winning the bronze medal and I look at that I'm going nah I think it was more a sense of relief actually because at least they got to stand on the podium at the Com Games but yeah I was disappointed always predicted Australia Jamaica would be right up there uh, I I actually thought Jamaica had an opportunity to win but they played their final in the semi-finals against uh, New Zealand disappointed in the fact that uh, Jamaica won that game so comprehensively uh, and New Zealand never had uh, never had a chance to come back. They then played England, who they had lost to in uh, round robin, but England was still spitting from the fact they weren't in the, obviously in the gold medal match. So, uh, yeah, we won that game, um, uh, even if it was pretty close. <laughs> then we had that strange series here against Jamaica, where yeah. Jamaica missed the planes, didn't have enough players. Did we ever get to the bottom of what went wrong there? <laughs> Yeah, no, and they they actually hadn't even um, named the players to, to tour here. And apparently their two key players were never intending to come. And, and that's really what the whole team is, is based around. You know, we talk about teams having key players, you know, in the in the Ferns, in Mystics, Grace Nowicki is absolutely a vital player. And there's nothing wrong with that. And with Jamaica, obviously, Fowler at one end, uh, you know, and Sterling at the other, it makes a huge difference. They were never going to come, so 
it was always going to be a second-rate uh, Jamaican team. But in the end, yeah, it was a bit of a joke, and especially having to sort of uh, formulate a bench so that it became a true international test. And it never was a true international test because Jamaica yeah. just saw it, really. I mean, they only had set players. I mean, to even name your coach uh, as a bench player should never have been allowed. You know, but even the, the start of the year didn't start well for us. We had the quad series in England. We beat, yep, we managed to beat South Africa, but not England and Australia. And I think one of the critical things were that some of our players came home and unfortunately they were COVID positive. And some of these players struggled, certainly during the ANZ championships. And even there, some of the, some of the matches to be postponed. So very disruptive season. Um, and yeah, all we could do was make the most of it because the Cadbury series ended up just being against our own New Zealand A, New Zealand men's and a mixed team. So, yeah, and then to follow that on with Tiny Jamison, really, yeah, not, not exactly a great competition. And we looked good in the Constellation Cup for those first two games, winning them. <laughs> but, but then get to Aussie and no, you're not going to beat us over here. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that interesting? I mean, the, yeah. the total turnaround there. And, uh, yeah, Australia, it took. Uh, I guess it took them time to settle down. But, yeah, credit to the Ferns in those first two games. Uh, and it was interesting because uh, Peter Tuiava, she's always been uh, t- targeted with Grace Nowicki about how well she feeds her. And absolutely she does. But I think certainly she came of age in those, those first two games against Australia. I thought she played brilliantly. Um, you know, and people said, why, what, why didn't she go to Australia? But you've got to appreciate the teams were picked prior to the start of the competition. And it just so happens that she really came out trumps. And uh, certainly also Grace Nowicki, um, just speaking about her, uh, you know, I think that she has grown um, mm. certainly in experience um, and overall. And the Com Games, even though we only got third, I think was the makings of her because it was the first chance of true international competition and she had to stand up against some of the best in the world. So at least you have a look at it. And as much as I don't like to use the word development with the silver ferns, um, you know, it was a great opportunity for, for them. But yeah, when you get to Australia, suddenly they came of age. And I actually thought the ferns would win that because um, uh, Boeta uh, wasn't there. And I really rate her for Australia. I like her style of play, very um, basketball orientated, but without her. But boy, Sophie Garvin for Australia really picked up. I thought we'd play well against her. She's a holding shooter. We are Known to, we know how to play against holding shooters. Most of our shooters are holding shooters. But, you know, she had the draw of New Zealand, absolutely. And, you know, Australia came out trumps in both games. I mean, that third game, what was it, 62-47. So really Australia mm. showed their showed their mark and they really wanted to do that in front of their home crowd obviously um they'd been through their own hassles so they really wanted to show just their true worth and they had you know the sellout crowds there so certainly it was that was certainly a step in the right direction for australia world netball cup in south africa next year yvonne are we on the right track See, isn't that interesting? We all say that, you know, and we say, oh, yeah, you know, we're trying out different players. Like, we're going we're going over to South Africa in, in January, and, yep, we talk about players coming back. We talk about Jane Watson. We talk about Karen Berger being back in there. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, we're a strong team. We have, we, on any given day, you know, we can win gold, absolutely. But, boy, have we really put pressure on our players because we have accepted these defeats 
Olympics saying, yep, it's all development work towards the, the world championships. And that's what we're, we're working towards. Personally, I don't think development should be done in, in, at that level. I mean, anytime you put on the black dress, it's about winning. It's about being the absolute best you can be. But, you know, we're in a situation. Yep. We, we've had the hassles with COVID and obviously some players had pregnancies for other different reasons, injuries. So this is what we are faced with. But we have anything less than first at the world champs is going to indicate failure because that is really the expectation. And yep, I think we certainly can do it. Absolutely we can. Uh, but you know, it's on, on any given day and I still, Jamaica, if they're at full strength, they are still going to be a formidable force uh, out there. So it'll be interesting. Yvonne, thank you for your contribution to our show during the year. You have a good Christmas and we'll talk in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. And same to you. And uh, yeah, let's look forward to a really successful year next year. Let's hope so. Yvonne Willering joining us here on Gold Sport. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.